an entitled Karen calls the cops on me for buying a PS5, and I am still in disbelief of all that went down. Here's what happened. I'm a 35-year-old male, and I'd gone to the local store looking to pick up a few things with my cousin for a long night of gaming, as neither of us had anything to do that Friday or Saturday night, and the new Call of Duty game had just released at the time. Not knowing how terrible this game was supposed to be, we were hyped to get it and put in as many hours as we could. As I carried my shopping cart full of Doritos and the biggest bag of pizza rolls I've ever seen, I happened to notice a singular PS5 sitting behind the glass in the electronics section. I walked up to my cousin and I asked him if he was planning on getting it, to which he said he wasn't interested. He already had the new Xbox. I sent my cousin to fetch an employee so I can collect my overpriced prize. And I was so excited for this. I had been looking forward to those PS5 exclusives for several months now. Everything goes swimmingly and I just bought the PS5. No sooner than I grab the bag and pick it up, an entitled Karen approaches out of nowhere. She jumps in right as I'm finishing up my purchase, looks at the store clerk and says, Excuse me. The three of us turn around and the store employee asks if he can help her with something. But the entitled Karen actually wanted to talk to me and not the store employee. And at this point, I knew this was just going to be trouble. As I could tell that she was putting on this fake voice to try and pretend like she was some kind of nice lady. The entitled Karen looks at me and says, So, I see that you have the last PS5 they have in stock. Were you going to buy that? And when she asked that, I told her, yes, actually, I already did. I'm stoked to finally have one. This entitled Karen then looks at me and says, No, no, no. You can't have it. I need it right now. I'll pay you double for whatever you paid for it. Now, look, if I hadn't just spent ages trying to track one of these systems down, I would have sold it to her at that cost, no problem. But I wasn't able to find an RTX 3080, an Xbox Series, or a PS5 at this point. So no amount of money could have convinced me to part with my new system. I informed this entitled Karen and she was absolutely not having it. And that is where things started to escalate quite quickly as this lady just about lost it. Any semblance of a sweet and innocent lady attitude that she was trying to fake went straight out the window as she instantly demanded that I give her the PS5. The store employee interjected telling this entitled Karen that if she continues to harass customers, he will have to ask her to leave. This entitled Karen then turns to him and says, I don't care what you're saying. I'm going to get the PS5. As this entitled Karen saying this, I use this moment to slip away from her and make a break for the exit. Reaching my car and just as we were pulling out of the parking spot, we spot this entitled Karen running straight for us. Thinking nothing of it, I drop it into drive and putter to the exit. About a mile to a mile and a half after leaving the store, I hear frantic car honking from behind and I look up and you probably guess who's right behind me. It's the entitled Karen in her BMW tailgating and swerving all over the highway. Other than laughing with my cousin, I ignored her entirely. Roughly 10 minutes pass and she's still right there on my bumper when I hear sirens of the state police cruiser right behind this entitled Karen. However, this entitled Karen pulls to the right lane and the officer continues on and now is directly on my bumper and is laying on the air horn being super obnoxious. So I pull over and yep, he's there for me. The entitled Karen had also pulled over behind the officer, though I hadn't noticed at the time. The officer approached and treated me like a possible DUI and explained that they had received a call about my vehicle swerving all over the road and driving at erratic speeds. After a couple of back and forths, he was convinced everything was fine and started to tell me to have a nice day when the entitled Karen came out of nowhere screaming at the officer. Officer, arrest this man. He stole my PS5. I explained to the officer that I had just bought a PS5 at the store down the road, as well as what happened with this entitled Karen 
at the store. The officer was extremely confused, but could see the PS5 sitting in the back seat within the car. He asked if I could prove that it was mine and that I did in fact pay for it, to which the entitled Karen said, absolutely not. He knows I bought it and he grabbed it in the parking lot. Thank God that you're here, officer. So having worked retail many years ago, I knew that my card number would be on the receipt. So I told this officer, well, I also have the receipt if that helps. To which the entitled Karen, the dim-witted bird that she was, immediately jumped on my comment, stating that I had stolen that out of her hands too. This is where I proudly exclaimed that all receipts show the last four digits of somebody's credit card, as well as the first initial and last name of the cardholder. This entitled Karen continued to try and say that the receipt would have her name on it. So I pulled my driver's license out, my bank card, and my receipt. I handed them to the officer, and everything matched. The officer hands them back, thanking me, and immediately turns to this entitled Karen, who is now screaming, Well, aren't you going to arrest him for being drunk? He was all over the road. The officer replies and says, So you're the one who called us about a possible DUI? The entitled Karen then makes the biggest mistake of her night. She proudly exclaims, Yes, I am. Now put him under arrest. The officer immediately pulled out his handcuffs and slapped them on this entitled Karen. The officer then explained to the entitled Karen that she was under arrest for making a false report, misusing 911 services, as well as my state's laws on stalking. Now, while I got to enjoy this PS5, the entitled Karen got her car towed, as well as a full weekend in lockup, and when the dust finally settled, she pleaded guilty to making a false police report and harassment. I don't know what the terms were, but she was put in a two-year probation and banned from coming back to that local store ever again. In the end, though, I get to enjoy my new PS5, and no entitled Karen's ever going to tell me otherwise. How absolutely unhinged and crazy do you have to be to not only chase somebody down on the highway, but to then make a false police report, all in the attempt to try and get them in trouble? Like, that's just crazy. It is just a PS5. Is it really worth prison time? Apparently, this entitled Karen thought it was. Hopefully, they learned a valuable lesson, because I'm surprised that someone had to learn that you can't stalk and harass somebody just because they bought something before you could. An entitled Karen mistakes me for a department manager at the store I work at, and begins to lose her cool when I can't detail every aspect of our hiring process. Here's what happened. So I work in the stock dairy department of a major supermarket in my area, and since the holidays are coming up, my store is trying to hire as many people as possible to deal with the holiday rushes. That means there are now signs up stating that we're now hiring all throughout the store. And while I've gotten some questions about the process before, it's usually questions asking how they submit an application, as well as how old you have to be to work there, and if they offer flexible hours for high school and college students. It's the usual stuff that potential applicants would rather ask an associate working on the floor than a manager. I also have to mention for the sake of the story, I recently got a work shirt with my name embroidered on it. That way I wouldn't have to worry about wearing a name tag anymore. On one particularly super busy Sunday afternoon, I was loading eggs to the shelf when a woman and her teenage son walked up to me. So the woman said, I see you guys are hiring and I just wanted to know what the starting pay was to see if this would be a good place for my son's first job. So I responded, oh, I'm sorry. I'm honestly not sure what the starting pay is. And right when I said this, this lady immediately snapped at me. What do you mean you're not sure? You're the department manager, right? And when she said this, I was super confused. I said, no, actually, I'm just a part-timer here. But your name is on your shirt, she exclaimed, pointing to my chest. Only managers get shirts like that. So I told her that we've been recently starting to offer shirts like this to literally anyone who wants one, from the department manager to the baggers. But this wasn't good enough for her, because she huffed around and said, I can't believe that they would let 
let part-timers wear personalized shirts like that. I thought you were a manager. Well, anyways, what do you make an hour? I told her if her son was hired, he would make less than I do, since I was hired almost 16 years ago. I also explained that workers in my tenure level just got a significant raise. I then deferred and said, you know what? It would probably be better if you asked a manager this question. And again, this entitled Karen lost her mind. She said, there's no way you've been working here for 16 years. You look 20 at the oldest. As a side note, I'm 32 and extremely baby-faced. She continued by saying, now I'm getting annoyed, so why don't you just tell me what you made when you started working here, since I'm sure it's not too far off from the starting pain now. And so I looked her dead in the eye and I told her that I made $7.25 at the time. The starting wage in my state now is $12.25. At this point, she sputtered something under her breath that I honestly could not comprehend or pick up on, and then suddenly just stormed off with her son in tow. Hopefully this entitled Karen doesn't come back, and I don't have to put up with her son, who probably has a bad attitude just like her. This entitled Karen sounds like one of those people who is constantly bothered and upset by basically everything around them. They are always ready for some kind of argument, and it's almost like they're itching to get into a fight. So hopefully she never comes back with her son, because I'm sure that would be miserable having to work with someone related to this lady. Today, I messed up by telling my best friend that I love them, and now he hasn't talked to me in four days. So I'm a 22-year-old female, and my best guy friend is 25. Our moms have been best friends since childhood, so we have known each other pretty much our whole lives. We are pretty close, so we do stuff like giving hugs and him carrying me around, stuff like that. Recently, I have started seeing him as more than just a friend, which I find kind of annoying. The reason it's annoying is because he is my friend, and I don't want to ruin that friendship. And not only my friend, but one of my closest and best friends. Back when we were teenagers, he liked me for a while, but after some time, he made it clear that he didn't like me, and he started dating others. We have never dated, and at the time, I was into another guy. Saturday night, he invited me out with his friends at a bar, and I happily accepted the offer. We headed into the bar, and we drank a couple of drinks. So the night was going pretty good. Then we headed to the house of one of the other boys. We were smoking some of the herb, if you know what I mean, and we drank some more alcohol. After about an hour of this, we were all pretty much under the influence. There were about 12 of us in total. When we had to go back home, I was completely wasted, and I didn't know what was happening around me. My best friend was probably the most sober of us, so he called a taxi and got me home. I live on the fourth floor with no elevator, so he had to give me a piggyback ride up to my place. All I remember is that I was blurting out random stuff, as well as words that made absolutely no sense. I remember at one point I blurted out, I'm in love with you, or something like that. He then stopped for a second and then asked me, what? So my drunk self repeated what I said, and we continued going up the stairs. When I woke up in the morning, I saw that he didn't even spend the night, which is what he usually does when I'm alone and this far wasted. I went to the bathroom, and while brushing my teeth, all of this came back to me. And needless to say, I was horrified. I didn't call him or text him the entire day. He did message me that day, however, to see if I was okay and if everything was okay. And since then, I have told him that I'm okay and asked him how he was doing and what he's up to. And while I can clearly see he has seen this message, he has not responded yet. And now I'm not sure if I can ever look at him in the eyes again. He hasn't contacted me in over four days now, and I'm not sure he ever will again. Some of my mutual friends have even been telling me that when they offer to call me to hang out as a group or something like that, he always finds an excuse to leave. And now people are asking me why he's trying to avoid me as it's all becoming too obvious. So I can honestly say I royally messed up in this situation and I really don't know what to do. It seems like what you said either hit a nerve with him where it kind of freaked him out and he's like, whoa, I thought we were just friends or he feels the exact same way and he's way too shy to pursue this opportunity. 
opportunity. There might be some nuance there, maybe it's something else, but there's only one way to find out, to be completely honest. You two have been childhood best friends all the way up until now, so I honestly don't think there's any harm in talking to him and seeing what is going on. Even just at a base level of saying, hey, we haven't talked in a while and I miss being around you. What's going on? Being told that someone is in love with you can be a lot to take in, in my opinion. So he's probably still processing it. So I say just reach out to him and see what's going on. I don't genuinely see this as a deal breaker, in my opinion, especially with the past that you've had. So in worst case scenario, he probably just wants to be left alone and decides that he just wants to stay friends, which is where the both of you have been operating for years. So I honestly don't see any major issues of talking to him about it and seeing exactly what's going on. An entitled Karen gets angry when I tell her that she can't trespass on my cousin's property. Here's what happened. So my cousin and her family have a beautiful property. Her mom would babysit me during the summers, so I basically grew up there. There are three houses with all of her dad's close family living there, which surrounds a big pond. There is a small boat deck, a tennis court, and a pavilion. It's surrounded by forest except for the entrance. It is a totally private property, which means that they have big signs at the front of the entrance that says no trespassing. There's also another street sign halfway down the road that also reiterates that there is no trespassing allowed. Her and her family get really annoyed when random people come walking down their property and just ignore the signs. To get to the property, you have to go down a sort of long road that goes past a few buildings. When you first turn into the road, there is a local gas station, as well as a small strip mall and an apartment complex. I lived in that complex for about a year, which is when this took place. Now, when I moved into that apartment complex, I asked my cousin if I could walk my dog around her property, and she, of course, gave me permission. One day after I was done walking my dog around the pond, I was leaving through the front gates, which again had the no trespassing signs blatantly on there. I then saw this random woman walking with her young daughter down towards the entrance, who I have never seen before in my life. I politely asked her if she knew the family who lived there, to which she said no. I then pointed to the big sign and said, sorry, it says no trespassing. This entitled Karen then gave me an annoyed face and said, well, you were just on their property. To which I replied by saying, yes, I was, and I know the family. I'm related to them and they gave me permission to go down there. She then gave me a really bad attitude and said, well, my daughter wants to go down there. Are you saying that she can't explore? I replied by saying, if it means that you are trespassing, then yes. I'm saying that you and your daughter can't go exploring there. She finally gave out an annoyed huff and turned to her daughter and said in a very rude tone, sorry, honey, this lady won't let us go down there. And they finally turned around and started walking back. I felt like it would be awkward if I started to walk behind them back to my apartment. So I just turned around and just walked my dog around the pond one more time and then left after that. The next day, I was with my cousin and I told her about the entitled Karen and she thanked me. She said that it gets super annoying when random people will just show up. I can relate because I have a property with no trespassing signs, yet people still walk down it. And I honestly believe that it's probably the most ignored street sign in all of America. If only people could read to try and understand what these signs said, they wouldn't then have to ask really dumb questions. Hopefully this entitled Karen in this story learns how to read. That way she can correct that weird attitude that she has and be a better example for her daughter. My boyfriend is showing clear signs that he is cheating on me, but I'm not sure what the truth is and at this point I don't know what to do. So I went out for a night of drinking with a girlfriend from work and she confided in me that my boyfriend had tried to spend some quality time with her, if you know what I mean. She claims he was incredibly touchy-feely when they had stayed up drinking and everyone else went to bed and then tried to walk her home with obvious intentions of getting into her room. We had been official for just over a month, so I was very surprised 
surprised, but I took it with a grain of salt. So I approached him about it, and I reiterated the entire story, and he just seemed surprised. He claimed that none of that had ever happened, and that he had only wanted to walk her home because it was late and unsafe for her to be out alone so late. Even though back when I first started hooking up with him, even if it was just casually, he never once offered to walk me home, and I would often be doing a two-mile stretch alone, under the influence and in the dark. After I told the friend about his reaction to her story, she quickly began backtracking and changing some details, but he has not been consistent with his retelling either. It has been seven months since that happened, and I managed to pack away that doubt and have faith that he wouldn't do that to me, but he recently asked to change our anniversary date, and it has caused me to have some anxiety and some suspicion again. There were other things at the time that caused me some suspicion, like the time I caught him on Tinder, and one time when I found a woman's eyelash extension in our bathroom. That definitely was not mine. All of this strongly pointed towards him being unfaithful for the first three months or so into our relationship. Recently, I told him that specific incident with my coworker was a non-negotiable breach of trust, and I ended up trying to leave him. But he was absolutely shattered and in tears, claiming that it never happened, and he didn't know what he could do to prove the truth. And now I'm at the point where I'm kind of at a crossroads. I can't tell if this is a reaction of guilt or if he is sincerely heartbroken that I won't believe him. But after all this time, I'm starting to reflect on our relationship and so many things I forgave are starting to seem suspicious. He would deny having spent a weekend or even attended an event with me to his friends and would minimize me to just being another girl, but would sob and claim I'm his entire world when confronted. We're about to move in together and I don't think I can do it now that I feel like I've been blindsided. What should I do? I completely agree. I don't think it's the right time to move in. There are a lot of red flags with the way your boyfriend's acting and some details with his past simply don't add up. If I was in your shoes, I would be super uncomfortable as well. And it does sound like he's only reacting this way because he got caught. Like, it does not sound like this is a genuine situation where he's trying to convince you that no, nothing happened. But in the contrary, he just got caught in the act and now he doesn't know what to do. So I think it's time to take a good hard look at your relationship with him because based on what you've described, it definitely seems like something sketchy is going on. My girlfriend is giving me an ultimatum to be devoted to her religion or else she's going to break off the relationship. And I honestly am not sure what to do. When my girlfriend and I began the relationship, there were a lot of rough patches. It was because of this. She started looking towards faith as an option to free herself from any problems she went through. While I made it clear that I'm against those running the church, I never once had a problem with her believing in Christianity as well as going to church. It was fine by me so long as I was not involved in it. For a while, this arrangement was good and we were able to happily continue the relationship. A few days ago, my girlfriend decided to go on an overseas mission trip with some of her friends from church to help out refugees. Halfway through the trip, she texts me to say that she wanted to discuss something important about the relationship. I asked what it was and she opened up to me about how she wanted a partner that was devoted to the church and wanted me to start committing myself towards Christianity, despite the fact that I made my beliefs very clear, as well as my personal wishes. She asked me to follow her to church, which I had already done on one occasion, but I was very uncomfortable, and that apparently if I didn't want to do that, then this would be a deal breaker for her. She's made it clear that she wants only me to be with her, which is why she's asking me to convert and devote myself towards Christianity. But I've already made my stance clear that I am extremely uncomfortable with this, and that I don't want to support something that I am so strongly against. Am I a bad person for wanting to choose my own interests above the relationship? What should I do? Your girlfriend is being incredibly toxic right now. It doesn't matter what the religion is. The fact that
that she's giving you some kind of ultimatum to basically force you to join her church or else she's going to dump you to the curb is unbelievably toxic. And that is a giant red flag. In my opinion, the second an ultimatum comes into play for a relationship, regardless of what the subject matter is, then in my opinion, that relationship is definitely in jeopardy. You don't do that to someone that you love. And what on earth is she thinking of saying, oh, you need to join my church or you're gone? That is so disrespectful to her boyfriend's obvious wishes. He has made his opinion known. He does not want to join her church. And I personally think it goes against what she believes to try and coerce and almost force him into her church just so she can try and stay with him. If I was in the original poster shoes, I would not change my personal beliefs just to be with this girl. For some context, both of these people are 18 years old. They're very young. And if anything, this is a telling sign that his girlfriend is incredibly toxic and very immature. Just imagine if you flip the script real quick. I'm pretty sure this girl would be super upset if this guy said, you either ditch your church or I'm dumping you. Because that's probably literally how this guy feels with the way she's acting right now. So in my opinion, it's time to take a good hard look at this relationship. Because if she's going to be toxic and give you some kind of ultimatum, then I honestly don't see this working out. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.